One in four people suffer from a mental health problem, but the effects of mental health are far more prevalent. Most people have got a friend or a relative who've suffered from some sort of mental health condition, and it's not as scary as it sounds. If you work with children and young people, perhaps in schools or in youth work, you can't avoid the subject of emotional and mental health. As a social worker, I saw many people in great distress. And the distress affected not just them, but also their families and friends. In my work as a consultant psychiatrist, I see a full range of mental health problems, right the way through from depression and anxiety to conditions like schizophrenia and bipolar and also dementia. Many people in our churches are struggling with mental health problems, but you wouldn't necessarily know that. Why are there so many people in church suffering from mental illness but not telling anyone? There will be people in your community, in your church, in toddler groups, in home groups, who have issues with emotional and mental health. It's such a shame when churches provide an environment which is stigmatising against people with mental health problems because that is not a helpful community. Why am I so afraid to tell you how I really feel? Reducing stigma and shame where mental health problems are concerned is an essential part of recovery. Understanding, compassion, empathy and journeying alongside all help to undo some of the worst aspects of struggling with mental health. Often I'm told in my work, I'm not really going mad, am I? Please don't tell me I'm mentally ill. Those words have such stigma attached. But yet, they're crying out for help. It doesn't matter who you are, how old you are, where you live, what your background is, sometimes life throws things at you that you don't know how to deal with. Mental illness is as normal as physical illness. Recovery in mental health can look different for different people. Some people might have one episode of illness and never experience a mental health problem again, but some people go on to have an enduring experience of mental health problems, but that doesn't mean that they can't recover. The church has an amazing opportunity to work with people in the area of their emotional health. We would love to see churches investing in the mental emotional health of their leaders, their pastoral leaders, their small group leaders, and also the people in the pews to make churches the place of great welcome and community that Jesus has called them to truly be. When you ask me, how are you? Do you really want to hear? Church can be the hardest place to admit that you're struggling with an emotional or mental health problem. When I'm feeling so depressed, I do not need you to tell me that I am sinning. The Bible tells us that Jesus came so that we could have life to the full. I love the message translation of that that says that Jesus came so we could have more and better life than we ever dreamed of. As a psychologist, I know that if you want to reach your potential, it's important that you think about your emotional health. Working alongside Christian leaders, youth leaders and people in pastoral ministries taught me that we need care and support in this area too. That many leaders are struggling with their own emotional and mental health and in order to help others they need to first help themselves. Christians have often been afraid of going to see psychiatric services. They see them as almost an enemy instead of a resource, somewhere to go for help. The good news is that mental health services have an awful lot to offer because there are medications and therapies that are really effective and increasingly have less and less side effects. Why is it when I'm feeling physically ill, I'm allowed to go to the doctor and then take the medication for my condition? But when I'm mentally ill, I'm told, pray about it. The NHS has got a long history of working with some of the most deprived and needy people in society. 
The church also has the same history. It would be great if those two organisations could work in partnership. We need to break the barrier between the church and the psychiatric services. In my work, I often found that many mental health professionals did not understand the church and many church leaders did not understand mental health. We need communication and we need good information. My name is Jonathan Clark. I'm the director for Premier Lifeline, the confidential telephone helpline. I'm a qualified mental health social worker, a church minister, and a sufferer of depression and post-traumatic stress disorder. My name's Dr. Kate Middleton. I'm a psychologist, but I don't work in a hospital. Working in the church offers me an amazing opportunity to mix with a wide range of people, supporting them where they're at and helping them get on the road to real recovery. My name's Dr. Rob Waller. I'm a consultant psychiatrist working for the NHS. I have so much respect for the people I see day in, day out, who live their whole lives with severe and enduring mental health problems. I'm Reverend Will van der Hart, and I'm a director of Mind and Soul. I'm also a sufferer from GAD, Generalised Anxiety Disorder, and have been for the last 30 years.